If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. What's up, everybody? And welcome to another edition of I Mythology. hi I owe the show where we get higher than a swan flying south for a piece of ass and tell you guys stories from <laughs> mythology and folklore. Nice. Uh, so, yeah, uh, this Saturday short, we're going to be starting a little two-part, little two-part saga. So, uh, um... Or two-part epic, I guess I should say, yeah. being as where it's from. A saga would be Norse. This is yeah. uh, Greek. We're going to do, uh, in today's story, we're doing Leda and the Swan. Thank you to our request. Yeah, shout out to Cynthia. Uh, we really appreciate the request. As fucked up of a story as this was, it actually led me down a really neat rabbit hole that goes all the way uh yeah so Leda and the swan uh and the golden apple slash the trial of paris we're doing today and that will lead us to the big boy the big time the battle royale uh troy mm. which will be coming at you this upcoming thursday so uh yeah thanks. look forward to that and again big thanks to cynthia for requesting this this is uh our second ever fan request video or uh, fan request podcast, even though it's uh, yeah, kind of morphed into a little more than just Lita and the Swan. Um, yeah, it's uh, yeah. some interesting stuff. I'm going to be smoking that uh, high country Maui. Oh, uh, uh, North Shore Maui? North Shore Maui, yeah. yeah. Smoking some North Shore there. Maui. Shout out to Rocky Mountain High. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Canna Castle. That's where yeah. we get get our stuff these days every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, really been loving you guys lately. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, without further ado, I am going to go ahead and get into the story. Because uh, this is another switch up, too, where I'm telling the story. And Cambo is kicking back. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I got my work cut out for me. I'm running behind on these stories. <laughs> Gotta put you to work, too. Since I'm the only one working in the household, it made sense. Yep. <laughs> I can do it. I'm pretty much a house husband at this point. Mm-hmm. Okay. He so, cooks, yeah. he cleans for me, guys. I That's cook, nice. I clean, and I do comedic mythology. He does so. not put the toilet back on the toilet paper roll, so no. that's just out get, of the question. Get, be warned. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, uh, when searching for information for this one, I came across some actual very interesting history stuff. Mm. Um, one, uh, most of it I'll get into later on towards the end. Uh, mm. But one important note that I found out is it's believed to have derived from art before the story. Uh-huh. Which means 
someone drew a woman fucking a swan and then had to defend it by creating the myth to describe it. So like weird. before it was a story, it was yeah, it just was some dude art. Fucking it was art. Yeah, it was really just... into bestiality. Yeah. <laughs> and he wanted to justify it. Yeah. Nah, nah, it's okay. She's fucking this fucking yeah. dude, this did swan, you just, dude. Did you just spend the last year painting a woman portrait. fucking a swan? No, see, see it's, it's Zeus. It was Zeus, and uh, as he gently pulls the curtain over a whole bunch of other paintings of people fucking animals. I know, right? I the donkey really show. He just pulls <laughs> the curtain over the mention. donkey like, show. See this nice Latina woman getting fucked by the sun god, Kawashiaha? See? See? It's just... It's it's, more it's, than that's that. what I was going for. <laughs> Why are people holding up money? It's a vision of the future. Okay. So now, awesome. yes. So, yeah. Now for the story. Okay. Uh, Leda was ren- or Lita was renowned for her beauty throughout the land. Mm, hot bitch. Yes. Uh, she was the daughter of Thestius, who was the king of Aetola. And uh, <laughs> and a wife of Tyndarius, the king of Sparta. And the cool thing, the interesting thing I like about this is Unlike most of the Greek mythology marriages that you see, mm-hmm. they kind of seem like they were happy. Aww. Like all the stuff I was reading was like, most of them are like, like look up any of Agamemnon's marriages. Those just sound like fucking rugged hellscapes. Jesus. And this is like, no, she genuinely likes to spend time with her husband. And even though he's a badass Spartan, he still loves his lady and takes care of her. And Aww. Yeah. So, uh... Yeah, they uh, they they were all happy, but uh, Zeus had noticed her beauty, and gave zero fucks about the fact that she had a husband. Of course, that's how most of the time it goes. Yeah. So one day when she was out, uh, Zeus showed up as a magnificent swan, and he seduced her with his beauty. It says. Ooh, la, la, then la. check out the feathers on yeah, that. Yeah, check beak. out the feathers. Mm. And I just imagine like a a fucking just sexy ass swan just strutting up to you. And of course you're gonna be like, the swan seems overly friendly, but I'll pet it. Sure. And then it violently rapes you. Jesus. <laughs> yes. Uh in the swan form. He didn't even turn back into Zeus for this. Wow. He stayed full swan corkscrew picture in your mind and everything. Oh my god, yeah. disturbing. Yes. And no. uh, it just so happened, and it depends on uh, the myths. I've heard it a couple different ways. She had either slept with her husband later that night, mm-hmm. or she had slept with him before the encounter with the swan, which the before made more sense to me, because I don't think... Either You're going to come back and be like, and I was raped together. by a swan and and still be like, you, you want to go around? <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, you're traumatized after yeah. that. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so, nine months later, she gives birth to two eggs. Oh, fuck me. Yeah. And no. from one of the eggs hatch two boys, oh. Castor and Pollux. Hmm. And from Sound the like other two egg, famous artists to me. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> two, two. They, uh, they, they also sound like they could be in a European heavy metal band. I mm, feel like yeah, they could be. 
Uh, and the other two came two girls. And I'm going to mispronounce the shit out of her name because I do it every time. Clytemnestra? Clytemnestra? <laughs> Calitemnestra? <laughs> some some variation of, of that. And Helen. They really fucking took it easy on that second name for me. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's letters that just don't add up in Clytemnestra's name. But Helen, that's one I can roll with. Fuck me. Yeah. So, uh, it... Where's the spelling of it, show me? Uh, C-L-Y-T-E-M-N-E-S-T-R-A. T-M-N? T-E-M-N. Clytemnestra, Clytemnestra. Yeah, sounds right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, it became apparent that two of the children came from Zeus... And two came from Tyndareus, the husband. Because, you okay. know, they both got down on the same day, so the, it intermingled. All right, all right. Um, the stories vary on who and who wasn't Zeus's. Okay. Um, no real telling. No, but, uh, like, and they go all over the place. Like, there's some that say all of them are Zeus's and none of them are uh, his. There's some that say just Helen belongs to Zeus and the rest were all mortal. I say her husband fucked her. She got pregnant with the quadruplets. Then his corkscrew penis sperm just <laughs> penetrated developed, into the... Just developed a, a shield for them almost. Yeah. Well, uh, so this is the one though. However, Helen and uh, Helen, no matter what, is always the child of Zeus. So no matter what the myth is, Helen oh. is always the child of Zeus. And most other myths agree that Pollux was his other child. Uh, because he's immortal in like 90% of the stories he's referenced in. He's just hmm. immortal. Ah, and sounds so, like that. So my money's on Pollux, yeah. yeah. Although uh, Clytemnestra and fucking... Um, Helen. And Castor. Oh, Castor. Also went on to do crazy things. And those are things we'll get into those and uh, we'll get into Castor in another story. Oh, okay. Uh, not in the upcoming one, but later on down the line. Oh. Uh, and Clytemnestra, also, we will get into her story when we do Agamemnon, because she turned out to marry Agamemnon. Oh, interesting. And yeah, we're going to do a whole story on Agamemnon at some point, because he's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, uh, some myths. Uh, fully flip the script and oh, change shit. it. And they say that the swan didn't even rape Leda, that it raped Nemesis. Oh. The goddess of the goddess of. Um, Check out episode what one. What was it? I mentioned it. Yes, you do. I think it was vengeance and ill will or some yeah, shit like some that. Some shit. Uh, and that she gave birth to one egg. And she gave it to Leda because she knew Zeus was going to come fuck with it, probably. Or mm. uh, Hera was going to fuck with it. So she, so she gave it, it to Leda. And so that Leda gave birth to the three regular children. And then Helen hatched out of the egg. Oh, interesting. But uh, that that's only in a very few of them. And this version, that version was actually typically tied to the Trojan War. And that would be like a Trojan War prequel that they would throw in in the beginning. And it was supposed to forebode what would come later in her life. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 
So yeah, now we are back to that weird history that I mentioned in the beginning. Uh, starting in art and progressing to myth, the story really began to take a resurgence in the Middle Ages. Mm, pass me your bone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, poets. Yeah. And this, this is this is where it's gonna get a little weird too. <coughs> uh, poets. <coughs> found out they could get away with talking explicitly about sex as long as it was the swan and the woman reference to the myth and not a man and a woman. So basically, poets started reinventing it during the Middle Ages because they realized they could talk about uh, fellatio, penetration, all these dirty things that were forbidden to say but it's like, yeah. it's okay, because we're talking about it's this ancient myth, and it's generation. not a man and a woman. It's the playboy of their generation. Yeah. That's what they gotta do, you know what I mean? You gotta sex appeal it up. Yeah. And later on, during the Renaissance, it took off again. And if you Google, uh, all of you listeners out there, if you Google Leda and the Swan, and go to images, uh, you will see a bunch of these pop up. Because during the Renaissance... It took off in art again. Jesus Christ, you yeah. sick fucks. And all the big names got into it. Mm -hmm. uh, Leonardo da Vinci, Michelangelo, both famous turtle martial artists. Uh, and it was basically used in that same way. It was like the original, like, how they do in animes with, like, you can't show a penis penetrating a woman, so we show a tentacle. Like, oh, God. that was their same thought. Is like, they could oh, all get away with drawing straight up porn as long as they did it the with the absence style. of man <laughs> and they're like oh no it's Leda and the swan and some of the pictures are like <laughs> some of the guys have like a guy standing in the background behind the bushes just clearly yeah. jerking off yeah and yeah they like they got graphic with them and they were saying I one i think it was one that was da vinci's and it was a lost art a lost piece of art and they said that it was most likely lost because whenever uh, it resurged and they came across it. It was destroyed because of how graphic it was, but it was oh, said God. to fi picture like full goose penetration on a painting. <laughs> God damn. Like, you're like full, like, Bro, like we're I'm talking like some Pornhub shit. That. Don't destroy my image of him. Yeah. But that was what all the people were drawing, you know? And he's a Ninja Turtle. What's he going to do? He's going to sit out while Donatello and Raphael and Michelangelo and Master Splinter are just sitting over there drawing gooses fucking. Dude, that's the most disturbing. Imagine if that's like how our fucking art systems work these days, like histories and museums. Do we have just a section where all these pictures have been collected? Google. <laughs> yeah. Just I know, but a museum of them all. Yeah. It's like a room. The room called Oh, yeah, no, there the totally is. Uh, um, shit, and I am a horrible, I'm a horrible storyteller because I didn't actually bring that information, but they are all on, I believe it's in Paris. There's okay. a bunch of them, and in Italy, there's a bunch of them on display. Yeah, my homies. That are famous works of art. And there's even some sculptures and shit, so That's some people got 3D. Nasty. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. They got wild with that. Thanks, Cynthia, for this request. Yes, thank what you. A, <laughs> what a wild one. crazy. <laughs> but it led us down a pretty neat rabbit hole. So now, uh, we're going to jump into the next little part of this short story. Uh, the Golden Apple Sweet, slash like this one. The Trial of Paris. 
All right. Hit that bong. Rip it the bong! Can't figure out where to put it. <laughs> so, <laughs> our story begins at the wedding of Peleus and Thetis. A human and a titan. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. No way! Yes, oh, way. so, okay, I just found out something right now uh, at this very moment that for some reason, even though I was rewriting this and researching this and fucking tying this all together, I so stupidly did not catch this before. Peleus and Thetis are also the parents of Achilles. Oh, interesting. Yes. So that all ties together. So at the, yeah. Okay. Uh, at their wedding, uh, their wedding was held on Mount Olympus. And it's weird. It was crazy because it was a human and a titan. And their wedding was held mm -hmm. on Mount Olympus. And it was the event of the year. The fucking Woo. biggest celebration that Olympus Woo. had ever seen. Nice. All of the gods yeah, were invited to the, the rager. <laughs> yeah, and they, like, when they describe it, they get in depth with, like, how awesome of a party it <laughs> was. Like, everyone was body. having, yeah, everyone had fucking full cups throughout the entire event. Artemis took her titties out. Artemis had her titties out. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't, she never even put them in. Yeah, she didn't pull them out. Apollo she just showed up and they were standing. out. She just left them out. And then Apollo did a cake stand tools. on the sun. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> then it was jamming. Yeah. He gave us an extra six hours of fucking nighttime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh yeah. Everyone was invited except for Eris, the goddess of discord. Eris? E Eris. E R I S. Is that someone's fucking brother? Who's who's fucking no, that's someone's sister. Eris is someone's sister. Eris is uh, Ares' sister. Oh, yeah, that's right. Ares and Eris. She had three uh, little companions that followed her around called Terror, Pain, uh, Like the two else. little guys from the uh, yeah, fucking was, Hercules yeah, cartoon. There's three of them. And they followed Havoc. her and they moaned behind her because she brought oh. forth a, um, the blood on the battlefield. She was like highly... Hated yeah. amongst the Greeks. The Greeks didn't like her. The Greeks actually don't like Ares either, for that matter, too. Mm -hmm. Just a little known fact, sorry. Well, Go you'll on. see when we get into Troy also, uh, Ares is kind of a cocksucker. Like, even Troy, he plays both sides of that battle the entire time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so everyone thought she was a total downer. Yes. <laughs> like you yeah, said, like, fucking... all of Greece hated her, and therefore all of the gods hated her. And, like, yeah. everyone. And how much of a downer do you have to be? For them to invite Hades, but not you. Yeah. So, definitely. like, that guy literally lives in the solemn pits of the underworld. Like, yeah. He's cool, though. I mean, compared to fucking Eris. I mean, now that he's got Persephone, he's, you know, way <laughs> I like to imagine, too, uh, what was her name off of uh, that fucking... It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Gail the Snail. Uh -huh. The cousin that's just always... <laughs> Like that's Eris <laughs> and her and her three dudes moaning. It's not even like a painful moan. It's just like a wimpy, like <laughs> just the whole time. Like don't invite her to the party. <laughs> yeah. Yes. yeah. So yeah, Eris was pissed. 
Uh, so she decided to fuck with them. She went you? and got one of the golden apples of Hesperides. Ooh. And these these are like, they'll pop up in a couple of other myths that we're going to do. I'm pretty sure when we do Hercules, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hercules a golden apple works. pops up in that story. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but they're a magical, magic apple that grant eternal youth and health, which doesn't really matter to a god. Yeah. But it's more of a symbol if you're a god. Like, yeah. Uh, but then she sent it to the wedding and addressed it to the fairest meaning the best looking in all of Olympus. Oh, shit. And so the apple arrived and instantly started shit. Oh, yeah. Athena, Hera, and Aphrodite all argued over who should get the apple. Dude, just like America's top top model, man. Yep. I'm thinking like Tyra Banks. I I instantly went to The Bachelor. Like, there's only one rose. There's only one apple left. (laughs) I will kill you! (laughs) Yes. That's fucked. Yes. Uh, So, uh, eventually, uh, they all argued over who should get the apple. And eventually, they decided to take the debate to Zeus. And uh, Zeus, using his amazing power of bullet dodging, said he cannot be the judge because he could never be impartial. (laughs) <laughs> oh, yep. typical Zeus. You bang every woman you see and you dodge the question. Yes. Really, eh, well, and it was presumably after a really dirty look from Hera. I could never be impartial because my wife is the most beautiful woman in the world. Oh. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, instead, he suggested they take it up with a young prince who did not know he was a prince. Who happened to be working as a shepherd. Oh, shit. Yeah. Gods are knowing shit that we don't <laughs> yeah. know. Uh, and apparently, and this is the part that it kind of pissed me off a little bit when I heard it. Because I was like, why don't I know about this? Apparently, he had judged a contest between Zeus and Ares before this. And been very impartial. And there's nowhere I could find... That has anything other than that one comment about it. Just Zeus saying, like, nah, he's totally cool. He did a contest between uh, uh, me and Ares. But I like to imagine, just in my mind, that it was the same exact kind of contest. (laughs) (laughs) He's got the bigger dick. Yeah, exactly. We're hanging dong, bro. We need you to measure. Yeah. I know I got him beat on length, but he's got girth, and we're arguing length versus girth, so it's better if we just show up randomly and show it to you. <laughs> but yeah, so who was parent Paris? Uh, Paris was Orlando the... Orlando Bloom. Orlando Beautiful Bloom. Orlando yes, Bloom. he was the fucking... Katie Perry. He was the, he was the young... And that's awesome they picked him in the movie, because he was the young Orlando Bloom of the ancient world. Yes. Uh, he was the son of King Queen Hecuba and King Priam of Troy. And before his birth, the king had a dream that his next son's birth would be a bad omen that would eventually bring the fall of Troy. Ooh. So he was thrown, just chucked out into the woods. What? Yes, just what? chucked out into the woods. I'm just going to go find him a home. And- yeah. From a lonely, poor family and just give him, like, a hundred gold coins and, like, take care of this baby. Yeah, you, that's what you would think. That's what happened in most of them where it's, like, they dropped him off with a friendly family. But with him, it's just, like, 
Yeah, he chucked him out in the woods to die. Fuck no, just but luckily, it's leftover garbage. He was nursed by a bear. Ooh. Until being found by a family of shepherds. How the fucking shepherd scared the bear off? Yes, the shepherd just that uh, bear is gonna leave that baby behind. The bear's gonna nurse I think maybe they got along. She's gonna take that thing in now. Now that thing belongs to her. You don't understand. You don't come near a bear, and it's fucking cub. And it's cub, yeah. But uh, it also helped because he was found by a pair of shepherds. Uh, But the mom, what became his basically standard mom, was also a nymph. She was a forest nymph. Oh, shit. Okay. So she probably just talked to Mr. Bear and was like, the bear probably came to her and he's like, I found this hairless cub out there. Do you guys know anything about it? You're a forest nymph. Interesting. Pretending to be a shepherd. (laughs) Interesting. But yeah, the shepherds uh, raised him as their own, and he went from basically uh, he went uh, he went from basically a young Zac Efron to just a, a straight up Orlando Bloom. Uh, yeah, uh, grew into a good looking man, but he still had no clue. He was just a shepherd, so he's just a fucking smoke show of a shepherd out there, just out there, you know, sweat on the brow, shirt off, tending to sheep, no clue. Um, and then one day, uh, apparently Zeus and Ares probably showed up hanging dong and made him judge them. And, <laughs> and then after that came the actual trial. And, uh, so while Paris was tending his flock, Hermes showed up to ask if he would be willing to judge a beauty contest of the gods. Paris agreed. <laughs> And the three goddesses appeared for him completely naked and in their best. Like, just looking as hot as they could, butt-ass naked, ready to be judge. I pull apart my clitoris. This one's yeah. <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> uh, and how he judges <coughs> depends on the story. Uh, the Actually, the older this the myth. This one shaves her beaver. This one sh- <laughs> That's Aphrodite for you right there. <laughs> naked. Yeah. In case you guys don't know, Aphrodite means edible in Greek. Oh, she wore those edible thongs. Yeah, that's a, that's a Please one. bite these nerves <laughs> yeah. off my thong. Eat this uh, gummy string. But yeah, uh, the it's been through my butt. the early myths. <laughs> the early myths say that he picked Aphrodite straight up based on her looks. And that she gave him her blessings and the love of the most beautiful woman in the world in exchange for that. In quotes, she let him lick her nips. Oh, yeah. He totally. uh, It's it's (laughs) over the time that and especially in the next story of Troy, it becomes very evident that like they banged. They're totally they're totally banging. Yeah. Or they banged because they I mean, they're just she is all on him. Mm -hmm. She is all over him. Mm-hmm. She's got thing for humans. Oh yeah, and that's that's her. T- well, yeah, and she's like she's banged like three or four people out of his family too. Oh, if you look up Paris's lineage, which we'll get into in the Troy episode. Oh shit! Uh, literally, like Aphrodite is in there, like three or four rungs up, and then another couple rungs over. <laughs> like, wow. like she showed up and fucked someone, and then was like, oh, you know, I'm gonna show up. And- uh, two generations later, the other side of the family starting to look hot. I'm gonna show up and fuck that guy. Nice. But yeah, she was, and she was also banging a couple of dudes in Troy who were the Trojan, like Trojan people. They mentioned okay. that also. Um, <coughs> she's free. 
Yeah, she's free. She's too, that's her thing. Bess yeah. just threw her out, that bitch. I will get into that one. Yeah. I'm sorry. But in the more common version, he could not decide based on their beauty alone. And they offered him gifts to sway him. And uh, it's also interesting that the three goddesses that they pick to and suggest that he wouldn't be able to pick one. And the reason why the older ones make more sense is because they say anyone in the Greek world would have picked Aphrodite, hands down. Oh. Uh, just because, uh, not even just based on looks, but also based on circumstance. Because, so, Athena, Athena was the goddess of war, but she's also the virgin goddess. Mm. And so she's, not only is she known to be that part of her gimmick, because she's forever a virgin, mm-hmm. uh, she also is made to look more masculine, like a soldier. Hera, who could compete with Aphrodite's beauty, uh, would be the closest to be able to compete out of the two, um, wouldn't be allowed to be picked because she's the wife of Zeus. And so that would, they, that would make it wrong, almost like you're hitting on Zeus's wife. Okay. And, it would, and it would be something. So they say the older myths represent more of what the actual like Greek view on the gods was. Mm-hmm. Like you would pick Maybe Aphrodite instantly because she's single, yeah. and she's not the virgin goddess. Like well, you're not trying really to single. besmirch, yeah. But for this myth, I guess she she's was separated. Yeah, no, she's separated. Yeah, separated. She's she's taking a break. She, but uh, she got Hephaestus, and then yeah, yeah, things went south. Things went south. But uh, uh so Athena, the goddess of war and wisdom. Offered him knowledge above all men and the ability to win any battle he entered. Should have picked Athena. That sounds like fun. <laughs> that would have paid off for him later for in real. life. Fuck bitches. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Save yourself. Well, also, too, because it's debatable. Uh, I guess I'll get hose. into that at the very end, but it's very, no. it's very debatable on whether or not he couldn't have. Because he's also the best looking dude in the entire world. Okay. So it's yeah. debatable whether or not fucking oh, you Helen just wouldn't compared have compared Orlando Bloom to the best-looking dude in the world. Yeah, well, it's the, That's so it's nice debatable uh, <laughs> to whether Helen would have actually just went with him anyway, if Aphrodite I even see. did anything for him on that route, or if they were just naturally connected. Mm, yeah. I see. But so yeah, Hera offered him to offered to make him king of all Europe and Asia. Should have done that, too. You would have beat Alexander by, like, 2,000 years, man. For real. Yeah. And then Aphrodite. I think I still would have gone for Athena's instead. Yeah. You can become king if you're Oh, all the fucking knowledge above all men and the ability to enter any... You can easily become king of all the world. You can do whatever you wanted. Like a Bjorn Ironside. Yeah. I'd go check out America. Yeah. Why? Because I could build a boat. Because I'm smart enough now. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Aphrodite offered him, depending on the belt, or depending on the myth, her belt that made him irresistible, uh, to anyone, or the hand of the most beautiful woman in the world. I was told both. Both? I was told both, that the belt does give him the hand of the most beautiful woman. Yeah, yeah. It gives him any choice. Oh, yeah. And that that's basically the the... The if or it's either the belt gave it to him or Aphrodite just gave it to him. Oh, okay. As an ability without the belt. I I see, I see, I see. Yeah. Okay. Um. 
But either way, Paris chose Aphrodite uh, for a quick piece of ass. Mm. Uh, Thinks with his dick. How old is this kid? He's like 17, right? So like, that's all he's fucking yeah. thinking about anyway. Oh, yeah. No, he's all about Shit. it. Could you imagine that? It's especially any of yeah. our dude yeah. listeners. Teenage you out working your job when just all of a sudden Hermes shows up and he's like, yo, dude, you down to peep some naked chicks with me? <laughs> and I you're like, like, what do you mean, Hermes? And he's like, you got to judge him, man. I'm just lucky enough to be the messenger because Hermes actually got to sit in through the whole thing, too. So Hermes was just watching it all go down. like the 10-year-old version of you would totally be down with that. Oh, you put teenage me there? Oh. No, I feel like you're smarter when you're teens. You'd probably pick Athena. Oh, I still would have picked Athena for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would have picked Athena for sure. Yeah. But I still would have been like, oh, my God. Right, you guys want me to judge you? Like when you were 10 when you first discovered Oh, yeah, and that's another thing I didn't mention, too, is they also got into, in a couple of them, they got into how, like, the progression of him not being able to judge him. Oh, shit. And I was like, that's totally someone like, something like a smooth-talking 17-year-old Dusty would have done. Because they all show up naked, and he's like, you're all so equally beautiful, I cannot tell. Let me feel upon your skin to see which of your skin feels the smoothest. I want to know which one of your bosoms yeah. is the softest. Let me touch upon your bosom to see which yeah. one of your bosoms are the softest. Like, he literally yeah. progresses down. I'm pretty sure he even touches badge. But then I don't I think he goes any further because he's, are. you know, he's young. He blows his load in his pants. Yeah, of course. And let me touch upon your veg, Aphrodite. <laughs> Aphrodite wins. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm ashamed now. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, but yeah, so uh, also that was part of it is when they showed up, they were not even casual about who he was. Oh shit! They showed up and they were straight up like, "No, we're asking you to judge us because you're the you know you're the fairest and the wor- the best looking man in the world, oh. and you're the prince of Troy." Oh shit! And oh, he's sorry. over there shuffling sheep shit like I'm the prince of what? <laughs> so after the contest. Uh, oh, also, too, that's, I guess, another, uh, that's another thing is, uh, Aphrodite told him how to find Helen, but she also decided to back him up for the rest of his life from that moment on. She decided she was going to be basically his... This is my champion. She was his, yeah, he was his, she was his guardian angel. Yeah. And, like, there's some stuff we'll get into Troy where it's, like... She literally swoops in at one point and is like, nope, when he's on the battlefield getting his ass kicked and takes him back to a perfumed room. And then I'm pretty sure they fuck. <laughs> oh, okay. But yeah, after the, after the contest, the goddesses went back to Olympus and Paris set off to fulfill his destiny. He went to Troy and joined a fighting contest in oh. which he was to fight. Uh, it was a giant, I guess, citywide fighting contest. Oh, okay. Uh, but he ended I was up gonna say Fight Club. Yep. No, it's not not hidden. This is no. a well known popular street, event. Yeah. He ended up beating all of King Priam's children, including Hector the Hunk. Your kids are Which weak. was like the second best looking dude in all of Troy. Ooh. Yeah. Some Kit Harrington. Yeah, that was uh that was old what's his name? Old fucking Eric Banna. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's no he's no Orlando Bloom, but he's still sitting in a high well, I guess seven. we gotta go older than that, right? So uh Once Upon a Time in Mexico, Antonio Banderas. Oh Antonio Banderas. At that age. Yeah. But uh <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> he beat all of King Priam's children. Damn. Which is actually a big deal. Yeah. Because when I looked it up, uh, and Those I'm guessing he champions. only fought he only fought the sons of King Priam. Oh. I'm guessing, but King Priam had I think it was thirty seven sons. Of course he yeah, did. no, they were squirting them out back in the day. He had fifty children total. Fucking a. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, child support on that. Yeah, and it's so not coming from just one woman, not a woman's vagina. There's no way. Yeah, no, they came from all over the place. Yeah, uh, but Clearly. yeah, after the fight, uh, he broke. He explained to Priam who he was, and they figured out his royal lineage and brought him back into the family. Making him the Prince of Troy. Paris then set out on the worst ever diplomatic trip to Sparta. Dick. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, we'll pick up more on that on Thursday uh, when we jump into the story of Troy. See? Um, yeah. Our sources for this were mythologysource.com, uh, greekmythology.com. Britannica.eu. I had to jump all over the place to find yeah. some of this shit, people. Goes. So, <laughs> I know how it goes. Lots of sources here. Uh, Greekmyth.com. And then also, I looked at the pictures by Michelangelo and Leonardo da Vinci, which, if you want to see some funny fucking shit that used to pass for cool, <laughs> Look up some of their paintings, as well as a W.B. Yeats poem for Leda and the Swan, because he does a poem about it, which is it's really weird, because that's when I, I started reading that first, and then that's when I had to go research other stuff, because I'm like, this will give me all the information, and it was like, oh my god, he is getting... He is getting way too into the action. Yeah, he is like romanticizing graphic. the shit out of this, like, and her his talons grabbed upon her thighs and thrust them open. Wow! <laughs> and the silk of his wings. <laughs> yeah, he I starts guess. to get into it. It's like, damn, bro. It's definitely yeah. explicit. Yeah, and then he rolled over and smoked a cigarette. <laughs> and asked for a sandwich. <laughs> Again, what I would do. <laughs> Dost thou have a sandwich for me? Even some breadcrumbs. Even some, some breadcrumbs. I am only a swan. <laughs> Aflac. <laughs> oh, Jesus. But yeah. Uh, hope you folks enjoyed this. It ran a little bit long for a short, but uh, fuck enjoy. it. Love enjoy, us. Enjoy this extra time. Give us love because we love Support you folks. Support us. Uh, and yeah, look like, forward to good subscribe. stuff. I could subscribe and look forward to good stuff coming in the future. Yeah. Next one's epic. The next one's epic. And uh, we're also going to have a lot of Nana story related, some merch stuff and uh, stuff like that. Maybe yeah. some prizes and gifts for you people. You loyal listeners out there, because we like you so much. Yep. Alrighty, folks. Have a good night. Have a good night. Nice. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. Ch -ch 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 -ch
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.